Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier, and we've got uh, really nutty things going on here. <laughs> I live, we live in Southern California, as most of you know, and I just videoed my backyard snowing. Snowing, mind you. Marsha, this is crazy. This is why people live in California, and I know people hate us for, the, for our weather, and I get you. I get you. But, you know, this is the weather sunny and beautiful that we're blessed to have mm-hmm. and all of a sudden as the world changes the environment changes you know maybe it's a new ice age but the weather has been insane i'm lucky that i live somewhat on a hill and all the water just runs straight down so i don't see it are you having any water collecting where you live yeah, somewhat. Fortunately, so far, not terrible. It's uh, actually been fine. You know, it's hard taking the dogs out because they don't like being out in the, <laughs> and who does? They don't like being out around the water. So it's puddled up on the uh, patio, but honestly, not terrible, all things considering. Well, at 1030 last night, I got one of those warnings on the phone, which, you know, everybody gets occasionally. And it said, next 45 minutes possible tornadoes and I, yeah and, I, and i'm I, hearing I, the tornadoes? winds rattling the windows and i have you know the double pane windows and right. those, for those to rattle that's a lot yeah um, i mean tornado we it, don't it was, we don't hear tornadoes no or, it, it was know, we don't get any other than watching the wizard of oz that's about the extent of our tornado stuff and there were water spouts and all that but we're not the only people who get this michigan um won't return I guess, their power until Sunday. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. 500,000 homes and businesses in Michigan are still dark today. Um, If you want to track this sort of thing on power outages, go to poweroutage.us, and that will help you see where power outages are. You could also tweet to your local electric company. I know the LADWP, as much as we have a not even a love-hate relationship, but anyway, <laughs> if you yeah, tweet to I them mean, and tell them there's a power outage, they will generally respond. It, so I mean, Minneapolis, go- yeah, Minneapolis had a one-day snow emergency on Friday. Now, I'm sure they're used to heavy snow. The city was hammered with more than 13 inches in a three-day period this week. Wyoming had 32 inches. Montana, 29 inches. It's crazy. Well, it says that here. Let's see. This is Southern California. Um, Snow, 2 to 5 feet above 4,500. Let's see. 1 to 3 inches of snow. Rain, 2 to 5 inches. Except in Woodland Hills, which is somewhere near our area where Marsha and I live, uh, we had 10 so inches my, of rain yeah, over the last crazy. couple of days. We've, I'm sure we've had – what I don't understand is why swimming pools don't overflow. But that's, Yeah, there's, they flow out. There, there's a valve or something that moves it out because they get just to the top and they don't go over the top. Right? I don't understand it. I keep looking. When's it going to overflow? When's it going to overflow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But um, it looks like we're going to have a slight break today and Sunday. Right, and then it starts the next uh, week Although again. it's snowing at your house, so that's not much of a break. No. <laughs> I mean, last time there was a blizzard warning in the Los Angeles area was in 1989. So I'll be going over to Mark's house after this. and uh, Yes, check to visit out the snow. snow. Yeah, to visit the snow. And I just wanted to let you all know, um, the National Weather Service, if you want regular and accurate weather information... They are at weather.gov, and that is the National Weather Service. Don't, you know, not AccuWeather, not, not any of those other ones. Weather.gov, G-O-V, as in the government, all legit. And also, uh, an excellent map, if you want to track the weather where you're living, uh, believe it or not, msn.com, ha- in their weather area, have maps that you can show for precipitation, for snow, for ski conditions, I mean, all kinds of things. And that is one of the best maps and very accurate up to the minute, the way I see it. And I can see a blizzard warning mark over your house if you click Yeah, there's the, a lot of that. I mean, if I you guess. Click the snow icon up there, you've got a blizzard warning. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to not be able to finish the rest of the show because I got to get my ski gear on and <laughs> go out in the backyard. I'm going to ski myself right into the pool. So, which oh, is probably frozen solid by now. Wait a minute. That that's no, no. It's a little bit north of you, so you don't have to worry. Oh, good. Okay. So and on yet. that Microsoft Start MSN dot com, fantastic weather map. You can see certain things, and your location will show up as a little dot. You can zoom oh, in, okay. zoom out, see what's coming. But they say we're getting another storm on Monday, so that's, yeah. that's awfully special. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm not leaving the house. But Kurt, here, here's Kurt the bad news. Because, you know, we've had a drought in California now with going on three years, maybe. Yep. And so, of course, the first thing I did this morning was, yay, this, the drought is over. You know, we're getting 100,000 inches of rain. So I go to one of the websites. California drought-stricken reservoirs have recovered due to the January atmospheric rivers. But don't let what seems like copious amounts of rain fool you. They're likely insufficient to reverse the drought. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, And sure. I guarantee you that they are not going to lower our water rates, which they no. bumped up three, four times because of the drought. Yeah. And I mean, the only also- good news about all of this is that I don't think I've had my uh, sprinklers on for about six weeks now. Yeah, well, I'm waiting till we get our DWP bill or, or, or right. whatever. And let's see if it's reflected on there, because I have a feeling that it won't be. What can no. I say? Yeah, no. yeah. Because well, we, we have, list thirty-seven we, people we living in our two, house. We so have they give a you two, your water budget, uh, you know, by the number of people two, in your house. We have a double water meter system at our house, and what that does is it me- measures irrigation versus what is used in the house. Right. So we know how much. So if it says we've used any irrigation, I, I'm all over the water company. That that's yeah, it. there you go. That's it. Well, but, I hope the weather, wherever you're listening to the show or wherever in the world, because we have listeners all over the world, um, you're getting better weather than we are. Although for us, you know, it's hard to complain about this, Marsha, because everywhere in the world but Southern California seems like for many years, you know, we had this great weather and everybody else was suffering. Well, now we're getting some of what everybody else has gotten. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's global warming and yep. we have to get used to it, you know. <laughs> but the point is... 
the weather is going to change. The world has been through several ice ages. It's yep. going to change. We just happen to be an advanced society here, and we're going to have to learn to live with it somehow. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> don't have yeah. a lot of choice, unfortunately. Exactly. So okay, bundle so up wherever you worst. are, bundle up wherever you are, and uh, we'll be giving you any information we can. But oh, and on Twitter, the National Weather Service has accounts for all kinds of cities. So just search NWS on Twitter, and maybe you can find your city, and they give actually good information. That's where I've been going for info. Yeah, so if, you're getting crazy, if you're getting crazy weather, tweet us, uh, Marsha Collier or me at Real Mark Cohen. Let us know what you're getting and where it is. And if and you're in you L.A., in hashtag it L.A. Rain. <laughs> yeah, there you go, L.A. Rain. So um, are you excited about this? Because in the Super Bowl ad, it was kind of magical. Uh, you're talking about the Google Photo update, correct? Google's magic eraser. Yes. Yeah, I mean, th- yes, I think it's pretty cool. I haven't tried it yet, uh, but Google Photos is adding support for what they call their magic eraser. It's the company's machine learning and AI-based photo editing feature that will actually edit out unwanted objects and people in the photos. So I guess if you're dating someone and then you break up and you like the photo but you don't want a minute, zap. Magic eraser will take the person right out of the photo. That's I think it's, pretty cool, I, think I have to great. say. Did you see the commercials? Uh, I think they were some of the most effective commercials during yeah. the Super Bowl. I, I, yeah, thought I mean, that it was really amazing. is an interesting thing. And, and, you know, I don't know how it works. Obviously, it's the AI that does it. But it doesn't wipe out, you know, the image that um, they're showing in this particular article. They're showing images of two little kids. And the uh, people in the background. And when they erase it, it erases just the people in the background. It knows to erase the people and leaves the actual photo image the way it is. And I think that's pretty impressive. I think it's really cool. They started making this an exclusive feature on the Pixel phones. And then now it will be available to everyone, including Apple users, because we're all for computing for the people. Right. Um, If you use Google Photos, you have to use Google Photos. Mm -hmm. And if you have a plan with Google One to store said photos, and I think I I have like two gigabytes, some ridiculous amount of, it's much more than two gigabytes, and I pay $29 a year. Okay. All you that's have to enough. do is subscribe to Google One, and uh, that's it. This You update your Google Photos app, and bada-boom, it appears on your map. Oh, and by, on your phone. Okay, excuse me. I have two terabytes. I have 200 gigabytes for twenty nine ninety nine a year. Okay. If you need two terabytes, you can pay $100 a year. If you need five terabytes, now I understand that you all have Apple, what's it, (laughs) for storing your things, but I'm sure you pay for that too. But I know a lot of people who are on uh, iPhones use Google Photos. Do you? You know, I I do. I have Google Photos on my phone and my uh, photos go into Google Photo. I don't tend to use it when I'm going to look at photos. I still go to the uh, iPhone photo app. Uh, to find things and to look for things. Uh, well, the thing but, that yeah. I love, like last night, a friend of mine had passed away, 
and I wanted to look for photos of them. And I saw that I had not tagged their face in photos. So I looked around for other things that were going on in my life, and I found the photos, and I tagged them. Holy crap. Did you hear that thunder? Oh, no, you don't live near me. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're not that close. We're close, but we're not that close. Whoa. Yes, so that was a yeah. lot are you, of thunder. Are you afraid? Do you need me to come no, over I'm there? No, I'm not afraid of thunder. Okay. I'm All not right. afraid of I am afraid of that big 60-foot tree falling yeah, into the house. I thought about house. that, too. we got a ton of trees around our house. Yeah, so that's that, what I'm afraid of. But then again, since we're not in a flood area, it's less of a chance of it happening. Yeah. So and anyway. We've got to whip through the show because I, I want to uh, make snowmen outside. <laughs> it's it's not sticking, Mark. Oh, it's not? You. I can't no. do that? <laughs> no, and it's probably something called grouple. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar. We have two things. There's hail, which is right. hard, and little pellets. Yep. Then there's something called grouple, G-R-A-U-P-E-L. And that is kind of little snow thingies, tiny little balls of snow. And okay. it's soft, and it's squishable. Yeah, these are hard. Yeah, you, um, my wife opened the ma- door and picked up some of them. It's, they're a little hard. It's hail. Yeah. Hail, hail, the gang. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> right, exactly. So, magic so, eraser. That's very cool. And thank you, Google, for letting everybody have access to it. Because, boy, I'd love to go over a bunch of photos with this. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to be available for the other uh, for the iPhone. It's available. But- all you it, have to I looked use at, I just looked at my Google Photos and I didn't see it on there. Is Google Photos and you have to have a subscription that oh. I just told you about. Right, okay. You got to yeah, listen yeah. to me here. 29.99 a year, you get 200 gigabytes of storage. Oh yeah, that I saw. Okay? So you if you get that, then you you just download a new Google Photos and it will be there for you. Cool. Okay, that's very nice. All right, so let's move on to uh, you know, this blue badge thing, uh, to me, Ugh. is diminishing the value of what the blue badge was. Now, that's my own humble opinion. You know, Meta's starting to sell blue badges, right, on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, you know, as you, as someone who has a actual, real, verified Twitter account, do you feel it diminishes the value of what it was before? Yes, and frankly, you know, if it wasn't for our podcast, if it wasn't for the other work I do, I'm just about done. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, Meta will be selling, air quotes, verified badges, Mm -hmm. like you said. And, you know, I think that Facebook is more of, you know, that's where grandma, you talk to your grandma, you talk to your family, you it's a whole thing. And to pay for a verified badge is probably not necessary. I mean, who cares about it? How many except, Facebook friends do you have? Except um, I had a chart and I was looking at the differences and I'll talk about that. But okay. with Meta, which is Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. you get account support. Now, we don't know how good that account support is going to be. But you get account support. That's about the only thing you get. Yes, they verify your ID, but they're charging eleven ninety nine a month 
or fourteen ninety nine if you buy it in app. So mm-hmm. what, what kind of nutcase is going to buy it in the app? I bet you a billion people. Yeah, people that don't pay attention and just go <laughs> right? and do it. Right. Twitter Blue is $8 per month and $11 in app. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the difference between the two. And I think this is really important. Is there a distinction between legacy and paid verification? I'm legacy. On Twitter, yes. If you click on my verified badge, it says it's a legacy verified account. On Facebook, no. And if you click on the verified badge that I'm sure is going to disappear soon Mm -hmm. because I'm not paying for it. (coughs) Hold on, Mark. Talk a little. Okay. Well, I was just thinking that, you know, I have, I don't know, 600 Facebook friends and – of which three quarters I don't even know who the hell they are, frankly. But um, and then I have a lot more. I have seven or eight thousand Twitter followers. So to me, why do I care about being verified on Facebook? Which, as you said, for grandmas and for your friends and for whatever, who cares? Exactly. They all know who, who you are anyway, right? And so, all right. So the difference between legacy. So they're basically if holding me hostage. Mm-hmm. And blackmailing me that they will take away my verified status if I don't pay $12 a month. Right. And you know what my answer to that is, hell no. Bye-bye. But you see, the thing is, if somebody impersonates me right. on Facebook, then I'm screwed. It's going to be a hell of a lot of aggravation. Yep. But it, it's just not not worth it to me. Now, ID verification is required for Facebook and Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, they have priority listing in replies and search, and I am just so against the algorithm altogether. Mm-hmm. It, it just, just let it fly. I mean, people tweet. If there's a lot of answers to the tweet, let them appear and let them answer. I mean, why do you have to manipulate what shows up? Because that's what Facebook plans to do. Right. They will in- increase visibility and reach. And Facebook has become so unusable to me that when I open and go to the home page, it, it just it's ridiculous. I don't see any of my friends. So if just a little tip, up on top in the mobile app, there's a magnifying glass where you can do your searches. Right. It saves your searches. So I've got my top 15 people in there. Right. And it'll tell me if they've posted on Facebook, and I'll click, and I'll read, and I'll comment. Yeah, well, that but makes sense. But they've already made it crippled. Um, well, the other and, thing you mentioned, you said something about that they're going to give you uh, account support. I mean, yeah. I've been on Facebook since the beginning. I've never had any need for account support. Right. What am I going to get with that? Right. Well, as the author of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Instagram for seniors, mm-hmm. good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they have a helpline. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's going to cost them. But anyway, the extras that you get, and, and this is where Twitter really wins. You get tweet editing with Twitter. You get 30 minutes to edit a tweet. Custom app icons, which I'm not sure of, probably don't care about. NFT profile picture, I don't care about. Custom navigation is nice because you can see other verified people and your friends. An improved reading experience, which I do like. What that is, if somebody has a long thread, 
Mm-hmm. You can click to read it in reader mode, and that's very useful. You get longer tweets, which nobody needs, longer video uploads, and SMS two-factor authentication, which is something significant, and we're going to talk about this on another show. If they take away SMS two-factor authentication from people who aren't paying for Twitter, that's dangerous. You don't want not to have two-factor authentication on anything. And I think next week we'll talk a little about the Google Authenticator and the Microsoft Authenticator. And I'll look to see if Apple has one, and I'll explain how those work. So those will authenticate your account outside of the website. So you won't have to be paying for it. But no, All right. This is okay, crazy. Okay, so now it is the time of the show. We search the planets, the universe, and today, Amazon.com. Thank you. This is something that, that a lot of kids and even adults actually like. Uh, these are the electric scooters. And Razor makes electric scooters along with uh, Segway is making them now. Uh, they have on sale the Razor E200 electric scooter. Air-filled tires, 200-watt motor, will go 12 miles an hour. Uh, gives you about 40 minutes of ride time, which is pretty good. Uh, that's not too bad. And uh, I did notice that, uh, that somebody in the family had one, and I'm pretty good on a skateboard, but I got on w- one of these scooters, and it's not as easy to use those as a well, skateboard. Well, I have to tell you, I tested, must have been 15, 20 years ago, an electric scooter. Mm-hmm. And the deal was it was solar-powered, so, you know, you could charge it with the little, little thing that you stuck in the sun. And... Yeah, it's all a great place to break an ankle. Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous, I have to say. If you're not the kind of person who is used to doing these things, this is not for you. No, you you don't want to just start out doing it. But for those who are good on these... In in your 40s. Well, yeah, and most most of the kids are good with these. So it's available on Facebook. You can either get it in the color teal or the color white. Um, And it's a pretty cool looking thing like i say you know you want to be careful we're not recommending you do it unless you really know what you're doing on these things but uh you can get this on uh i almost said on facebook on amazon it is normally sells for about three hundred dollars and let's see you know that's interesting because the last time oh i know what they did when i changed the price uh the color huh uh the price is a hundred dollars and 48 cents if you get it in teal if you get it in white, they jump the price to $276. Well, teal sounds great to me because I yeah. guarantee you, you're going to buy this thing. You're going to use it for four months and then, you know, and then the never use it again. It. Yeah, never use it yeah. again. Well, it's available. So if you're interested, by the way, it's got 3,300 ratings and it's got four and a half out of five stars. So people like it and that's enough ratings to make me believe that they're real ratings or at least some of them are real. Um, so again, it's the Razor E200 electric scooter. Uh, it's air filled tires, 200 watts, up to 40 minutes of ride time. You can get it today, marked down from 309 to $100.48. And that is our buy of the week. Cool buy of the week today. Oh, it is raining buckets over here. Just oh, yeah. buckets. It's yeah. It's insane. Um, okay, so that was good. And next thing I wanted to bring up. We always talk about chat GPT and AI because all of this is the future. 
I still recommend Bing.com because that combined, you know, we don't really know what Google is coming out with, which, by, right. by the way, they call BARD. Um, but we'll see. But I wanted to give a little background on this. In 2015, Elon Musk and a bunch of his friends, a lot of which were what they call the PayPal mafia, the people who founded PayPal and sold it for a lot of money, (laughs) Um, they co-founded OpenAI. And the reason it was founded was to prevent bad things from happening, Mm -hmm. that they were going to monitor the ethics it was all good. It was all positive. And then in 2018, they decided to go for profit. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a no nonprofit anymore. And guess what? Out goes the ethics. I'm not saying, you know, that's just a personal opinion. Uh, so Musk exited OpenAI in 2018 when that happened because he said, I think we need to regulate AI safe, frankly. Uh, It is, I think, actually a bigger risk to society than cars or planes or medicine. And he said regulation may slow AI down a little bit, but I think that it might also increase the problems. You know, it's now they they have finally made uh, Bing Chat GPT available on your mobile devices. So it wasn't initially available on that. So I now have that on my iPhone and my iPad. Uh huh. And it's cool. It was interesting because I asked it a question about a Supreme Court case, and uh, it was interesting. I'm waiting to hear how the case turns out. But uh, yeah, I think in 2018. Elon said AI has the potential to be more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Oh, that's and, great. And it's true because in tests lately, they've already found that when an AI is programmed by people, just like the Twitter files, mm-hmm. their opinions become part of the intelligence. And this yeah. is bad. And this is why uh, ChatGPT held back some of the you know the amount of time you can use on it, the amount right, of questions. Five questions, I think. Yep. Because if you go into a deep conversation, it gets worse and worse and worse. So yeah, I think we need to be very careful. Right. We need to be very careful with this. Now, uh, um, Google owned DeepMind project in 2020 insinuated that AI could take over the world. I'm not kidding, Mark. This is not a joke. This is something we have to be reactive in regulating, uh, proactive, excuse me, rather than reactive, mm-hmm. because by the time we're reactive in AI regulation, it's going to be too late. Yeah. This is something we have to, it's not a joke anymore. It's not funny anymore. And that's the sad part. And remember that Marsha told you 10 years ago to buy hydrogen cars. So <laughs> she's probably right about this as well. Well, who knows? You know, that was an interest. Did I did I put up a story about hydrogen cars? I have a good explainer. Well, we talked on, last week about it. Well, I have a good explainer on hydrogen uh, fuel cells and how they work, and we'll save that for next week. But okay, I didn't want to overhydrate. So, did you see 
what is it, Motorola's new toy? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, Apple iPhone came out with a software update for certain of their iPhones that now allows you to link onto a satellite for emergency phone calls. So if you're out in the desert or you're out wherever and you lose your cell service, it will allow you in an emergency to click on to the satellite phone, which is a very, very good feature because that happens And what to are they charging with, for it? Uh, well, uh, for the iPhone, nothing. It no, was just a free for the upgrade. service. Yeah, no, nothing. It's just part uh, of your iPhone. There is no what, additional service charge that I'm aware I under, of. From what I understand, there are additional service. I didn't look up. But there are, you know, if you want to use it for a month, if you want to use it, depends on the plan that you have. Well, so, I don't have, yeah, I don't have any you plan. Start you don't actually have a plan with Apple. Okay, before you start playing around with it, just be yeah, darn find out sure. if it costs something. Because everything that I've read, because Motorola came out with a Bluetooth device that adds satellite messaging to your iPhone. And why would they do that if it was free on iPhone? Because, you know, they say it's also free on T-Mobile, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to look but it up. Why, why would uh, Motorola be making this dongle? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know. Well, Motorola, this phone for Motorola, it's called the Bullet. Or it's not a phone. Upcoming it's a dongle that you uh, hang off your belt. Well, I mean, it says that the uh, they apparently this first came out at CES. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it's a five G connecting smartphone. So this is an actual phone. I don't well, think it's, it's called, a dongle. It's, it's a the phone. technology is called Satellite Connect, right? And it's a receiver to help you get the signal. And I mean, this is what I saw from Motorola yeah, anyway. Well, this thing is, like I say, this thing is called the Bullet, and it has a price of $600. It's a phone, uh, comparable, a comparable specs to other mid-range phones, 5,000-watt uh, battery, a 50-megapixel megapixel, <laughs> megapixel camera, 8-megapixel zoom lens, 6.6 full HD plus display, um, and it's a, you know, it's kind of a heavy-duty phone. Yeah, I just and sent you a saying picture that of that's it. What you know, that's Which, what they're going to use with the satellite built into it. And it will be operated by Immersat and Echostar. And you know how great they are. So all you can pretty much do is text message. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're mountain climbing, by the way, when somebody's mountain climbing and they get mm -hmm. lost up there, mm -hmm. and we have to send out the whole ground team of helicopters and saviors yep. and the whole thing, do they get charged for that? I don't think the individual person being rescued gets charged. What the you heck? do get charged if you have to call, for example, an ambulance, and an ambulance takes you to the hospital. You are what billed about that for little that. basket that they push down the? Uh, you know what the, I mean? You know that little basket that comes down yeah, from right. the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the dog that to me. with the uh, liquor around its ray. Uh, Saint yeah. Bernard. Yeah, not in, not in California, but you know. Well, today but, there is. I'm looking for that rescue dog today with the snow. <laughs> uh, so yeah those things are interesting so anyway so that's that uh story and i you know i think these satellite phones are a good thing to have i think you know hopefully you'll never need it but it's good to know that those are some of the accessible things i'll look out maybe we'll talk about next week whether there actually is a charge on the apple side because i don't know yeah, that there because is. what we were talking about um 
that uses the Motorola Defy satellite link. Right. Okay. The device costs $99. Okay. So that's something different you're talking about, though. Yes. And this is why I've been arguing with you. I sent you pictures on Skype while we were talking. It's something that you click onto your belt. Okay, that's a little different and than what I was talking about. this is different, so it doesn't have to. It will work with iPhones or Android, but it just seems to me, why on earth would they come out with it if it's going to be free with everything else? And I, Or maybe this is stronger. I don't know. This has positioning in four different ways, not just GPS. Yeah, I'm so, not really sure. I'm, I'm going to try to look this thing up and find out because that does make sense that they would charge an extra uh, fee for that right but i'm going to look up the iphone uh so anyway so uh, actual fee on that the microsoft defy satellite link uh excuse me motorola wow this is some kind of yeah both of these are actually from weather's getting to us here um is interesting and it's a way for you to do it if you need to and if you go hiking i think you absolutely need to have this yeah, I think it's very valuable, and, and it's a nice way to be safe and secure and make sure that you're not killed by a serial killer while lying in the desert waiting for someone to help you. Uh, now, so, Mark, uh, you came up with some stuff on Netflix. Let's talk about that. Uh, well, Netflix, you know, this network's uh, password sharing issue has, you know, for years they've been threatening to do it. Well, apparently now they're starting to limit your password sharing. There's a there's the crackdown. The new Netflix, uh, they're launching new fees. Uh, and by the way, Netflix is actually lowering fees in 30 countries, but not us. Uh, but last week, the streaming service started rolling out a system that charges fees for extra member sub-accounts. Uh, people outside of one household who use the same membership. It's starting in Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. Uh, and you're going to start paying more money. So no longer can charging? you share your password. How much are they charging? Uh, let's see. I think it wasn't real expensive. It's password uh, sharing see. is seven fifty a month. I just yeah, looked it that's up. what it looks like. Uh, and uh, extra member will cost it, about seven, as you just said seven fifty. It varies by country, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, Netflix's cheapest tier in the U.S. basic with ads is seven dollars a month. Right. So you got to think about it. Yeah. Either get your own Netflix account, I but I still think it's not fair. Like, my daughter's going to move out and not be on the same uh, IP address anymore. Right. So they're going to say she needs a different account, but she's still my daughter. She's just in a different location. Yeah, and I don't um, think it has to do with your family member as much as it has to do with, your, as you say, your IP address. Exactly. And you I've know, been so. saying that for ages, and now we finally get proof that it is. So Actually, and I don't, you know what, I, I honestly don't have a problem with them charging for people that are, I don't know, well, however I don't you want to call it. I don't Did, either, especially people were sharing it like crazy, like like it was just nothing giving it away. Right, And exactly. I agree. But I do believe that in a family, if a family has an account, uh, it should be able to be shared about members of the family. Okay. So. What can I say? You're going to make Grandma set up her own Netflix? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> think Maybe. about it. You know, uh, grandma can probably may not be able to afford it, or may not be technically. Uh, it's just a 
little bit silly, but I understand that they need the extra money, and yep. yeah, that's yeah, it. They're poor. So um, what okay, are we so do we want to move on to TV, or should we talk about uh, ways to speed oh, up your what? PC? Um, so what are we going to stream this weekend? Well, let's see. Um, I have been watching a lot of network stuff, although it's slowed down a little bit. Things are now into uh, reruns. But things that are coming up that you can stream, and a lot of new stuff is coming out. I think uh, Ted Lasso is March 15th, if I remember correctly, the new season of Ted Lasso. Uh, there's a number of new Apple TV things. Uh, there's something called Party Down Season 3. I have not watched that. I assume you have not either. Nope. Okay, that's on Season 3 on Stars. Uh, then, let's see, you can also watch We Have a Ghost on Netflix, which looked kind of dumb to me, so I have not watched it. But it's with uh, David uh, Harbour, who is from Stranger Things. And it's well, a ghost I'm story. I'm really loving Shrinking, which is uh, on Apple I haven't Apple started TV. that yet. I, I, I do want to watch it, though. It's spectacular. The problem is it's only 30 minutes a show. Right. And I really prefer an hour show. And if you're going to do a half-hour show, folks, just drop two at a time at least so we can <laughs> we can get an hour's worth of entertainment instead of having to come back every week for another 24 minutes of your show. Right. Also, uh, Will Trent on ABC. Yeah, that's a good show. Is an excellent little show. I mean, it's not 95% of Google users liked it. So there you go. Um, it's not bad at all and entertaining. Uh, Did you uh, I think uh, watch I mentioned... the end of the one? Uh, I don't know if it's ended, but... I just bowed out of it. The one with the mushrooms that take over people and turn them into zombies. The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still watching it. It's very interesting. I think there's maybe one more episode of it. Um, And I'm enjoying it. I think the acting is quite good. The star of this is actually the star of The Mandalorian as well, which was a very good Disney Plus show and uh, entertaining. Uh, I mentioned last week, and I've now watched the first, I think, three episodes of uh, Hello Tomorrow, which is the one I mentioned, Marsha, where they're selling timeshares on the moon. Yes, and I started watching that, too. That's that's very good. Have they? When did they drop that, and what network is it on? Uh, that's on Apple TV, and it's only once a week. So if you're like, you know, like me, or, and I don't know, Marsha, I think you like streaming as well, or, or uh, binging, rather. Uh, it, these some of these shows only come out once a week. So when you're used to binging shows and you, know, you want to sit down and watch 12 episodes in a row, you can't do that on Apple TV. Uh, my daughter waits till they're all downloaded. Yeah, you see, that's what I prefer to do. I want yeah. to sit and watch four at a time, at least, at the very least. Now, is this, a, these are, again, it's pissing me off, 30-minute show, you have yep. to have one a week. And it's just annoying. Well, remember, before Netflix created this binging thing, every show was once a week. I mean, network television, you wouldn't think about it. But, you know, you watch a network television, you only get one episode a week, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah, but remember, it's a new era, Mark. Speaking well, of yeah. a new yeah, I mean, you know, it's a new era. Oh, that's it for us, huh? Okay, well, listen, stay safe, stay warm, stay dry, and we'll see you next weekend. Well, we promised to be a little bit more organized next week, but, you know, now it's the sun is shining, so go figure. 
This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen saying goodbye. Computer and Technology Radio. See us next week. Like us. Tell your friends. And please share. See you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought.